Welcome back to another episode of We Had a Baby. I'm Henderson. I'm Tan. And today we have exciting guest, Lisa, who I've been friends with uh, since I was 15, um, and her husband, Chris. And uh, I'm gonna let them introduce themselves just a bit. <laughs> and uh, before we start talking, before we start about talking anything. about, yeah. Hey everyone, this is uh, Chris and Lisa. Um, so just a little bit about ourselves is that we've been together for I want to say nine years now, almost a decade. We've been married for approximately three years, right? And we have a son together who is <laughs> just a little over one, and his name is Wesley. Yeah. So I think for today, we wanted to um, revisit one of our episodes that yeah. we did earlier. Which, you know, I was pretty amazed uh, <laughs> because a lot of people have been giving us feedback. Um, for the married couples, uh, they they said the episode was relatable to their relationship. But for the single slash in relationships, they don't really understand what's going on. So we just want to kind of talk more in depth and revisit this episode just because... Um, there were some points and discussions that uh, our friends uh, Lisa and Chris want to talk about. And also give their perspective. Exactly, like yeah. it's probably different than ours. But yeah, so mm -hmm. the episode that we're referring to is the second episode. The title is I'm not... So I want to clarify this actually because <laughs> it says yeah. what I meant to say and why I capitalized in love was I meant it to read I'm not in love with you anymore. I didn't mean to say I don't love you anymore. Mm -hmm. So there's to me there's a difference. I didn't mean to say I don't love you anymore. I meant to say I'm not actively in love with you. So <clears throat> so that's the episode that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can just start by saying I guess how Tan just explained it right now, is that something that you guys went through or any point in time with raising Wesley? Did you feel the same way? Yeah. Or I think I took it really hard when you said I'm not in love with him because I think regardless of what you're going through and mm -hmm. the love you have for Clara, I think that context when you took it out, it was like I'm fallen out of love for you. Mm -hmm. And I think when I when I hear that, I feel like you're kind of checked out of that relationship. Mm -hmm. So it was hard for me to hear. Because mm -hmm. imagine if it was hard for me to hear, I was just I really want to get Henderson's perspective of how do you really feel when she said that? Because I I know how you are because I've we've known each other for a long time, but how do you truly feel? when you heard those words were you thrown off guard with some of the things that so, you <laughs> the, the, okay so just to add a little bit of I guess relief in this sort of conversation right now is that it was funny because when we were actually recording it he didn't <laughs> right. actually yeah. respond okay, that, in any way yeah and I, then a few days later or like even a week later that's when like I think after we had published it mm. and he listened to it and then he got comments from other people I and, think it was when you titled it as I'm not in love with you anymore that's when it really hit me because mm. when I listened to you talk it, it didn't connect with me until I actually saw it like on text okay and i know that you're not out of love with me like i know that within this family right now you're really occupied with yeah clara like that you're it. you're just thinking of her nonstop. whereas i think of everyone kind of thing right um yeah i, I personally thought i was like the title i'm like it must be clickbait she did not <laughs> she did not say that yeah. she because it, you know, you start off with a poem and I'm like, I literally message you right away. I'm yeah. like, OMG, like, 
<laughs> it, and I was so touched by it. And and then it got into the real discussion, and I was kind of like thrown off, like it was mm. supposed to be a tribute. But I then know. and then when you actually you know go through the whole um, podcast, it was. It was kind of like a 180, right? Yeah, um, I know. I know. I shouldn't have started it off because what's hard about these is that because they're not edited and we don't really discuss what we're going to talk about. Right. We, we kind of have a, a general topic mm-hmm. in mind and we right. we talk about that, but we, we don't have um, like a content outline or anything like that. Yeah, where it's we just know, sporadic. Like, yeah, it's just thing. like a, a natural conversation that right. we're going to have. And I like completely messed up by saying that at the beginning of the episode <laughs> because clearly it was not a change. I think it's that's why it's nice to revisit this to mm-hmm. get your... Now that it's settled mm-hmm. and you've gotten comments mm-hmm. and now we're back, we're on the show, mm-hmm. uh, we could really get your perspective on things and like hearing, I guess, different opinions yeah. come through, right? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, just to kind of bring you guys up to speed with, you know, our side of things, you know, we've, uh, how should we say this? You know, there are some challenges that you deal with as mm-hmm. a couple, right? Especially after having a kid, mm-hmm. a lot of things change. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Right. And obviously, you know, your child is first priority, yeah. right? And the dynamic between you as a couple, you know, well, for me, I felt like I was more or less like deprioritized. Mm-hmm. Like I am a priority, but it's not about me anymore Mm -hmm. it's about Wesley Mm -hmm. right so I would say in the first you know few months I felt you know that way where I was just like okay I'm not her number one priority Mm because obviously we have a kid Mm -hmm. we have a human being that we're responsible Mm -hmm. for right because we have to feed them Mm -hmm. you know everything they can't take care of themselves like you have to do it Mm -hmm. right and you know it you know as from a guy's perspective I did feel like I wasn't important, right? And just just mentally, it, it, it kind of affected me, if okay. I'm being completely honest, okay. right? But I knew at the same time, it was short term, okay. right? Because mm-hmm. we have to take care of a baby because mm-hmm. that's a big, big responsibility, yeah. right? So I, I do, you know, feel that too, right? In terms of a change in our dynamics. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel like that? Or I know that you, you don't... You didn't agree with what I said, but like, did you feel like that you had your feelings or your, your, obviously your priorities change, but like your feelings towards uh, Chris because your priorities change? No, I felt like I loved him more, uh, even though it didn't show that way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It might not have shown because I was showing the attention to Wesley, Mm -hmm. but I, I feel like it was a different type of attention. You know, my appreciate to, my appreciation towards him was shown differently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was tough knowing that we had that same conversation you had. You know, um, you're going to be number one priority. Nothing's going to change in this relationship. Why did we have that conversation? Because we knew something was going to change, mm-hmm. right? You have these, you know, you have friends' um, experiences. Um, you, you see it and you hear it. So we wanted to reassure like our relationship and make sure that we were going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And that's why we had that conversation. Yeah. So the, f- the fact that it did change, it wasn't a bad thing. It was a, mm-hmm. it was a learning, mm-hmm. like, you know, this is our first child. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that we were able to communicate and come back together and be on the same page yeah. has really like, like our relationship has thrived. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
like you guys before like having a child you know we've never fought mm-hmm. yeah like you know we've never gotten to you know you know little bickers and mm-hmm. whatnot and you know i think part of that is when you're having a child there's just so many things that are happening right mm-hmm. it's it's like first off you're no longer priority you have to take care of secondly you have to take care of a kid mm-hmm. and then it's just craziness after that mm-hmm. right i think it's more the lack of sleep was the one that affected us the most mm-hmm. is because yeah. you know chris never had good sleep to begin with okay so throwing you know a, a newborn in the mix definitely shifted everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and I love to sleep before. So <laughs> everyone knows that I love my sleep. So yeah. what I was worried most of was was that, right? Yeah. But but technically you did still sleep pretty good with West. Yeah, right? I slept great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my sleep wasn't <laughs> like Chris. Mine was impacted. Yeah. Even more Even so. More so. Yeah. yeah. So we were fine. Wes and I were fine. Yeah. And any little cry, Chris would automatically jump up and wake up. Okay. So he never had rest yeah. and sleep. Yeah. And that. I think that kind of changes, right? Like mm-hmm. that will affect your, your, your everyday life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And you would feel more tired after work. And, oh, yeah. 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 Like yeah. energy it's, wise. Yeah. yeah. It, it's essentially, you know, doing a nine to five job mm-hmm. and then coming home from that mm-hmm. and doing that part for the rest of the night. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like handling two jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, it impacted me a lot and I was pretty much running on fumes mm-hmm. at that point right? yeah. and still kind of am, but it's, it's slowly getting better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot easier now because yeah, I guess we know what works for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We found a system that works yes. for us. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, what's key. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, it wasn't the sleep. It wasn't anything physical. Like I think that, before Claire came, I had prepared myself mentally that I was going to be tired and that I wasn't going to have a, um, a lot of sleep and that I was going to have to do all of these things physically. But what really got me during that phase was that I think I had some sort of expectation that it was going to be that you were going to be or Henderson was going to be a little bit more involved. Mm-hmm. And I think I was just... I want to say, and I don't know if this is the right word, and but I want to say that I felt a little bit disappointed and mm-hmm. that made me feel just really sad that Henderson didn't um, understand kind of my expectation. Like, I guess we just weren't on the same page. Like, we didn't have the same, it sounds like, communication between mm-hmm. us as you yeah. guys did. And we weren't... I think it's tough when someone is working from home. So the expectation of when you're working from home, yes. you want them to be I think so as well. involved more. So mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it. When the whole pandemic hit, Chris was working from home yeah. and we didn't have an office set up. So he was working out of our dining room. So meanwhile, when he's at work, I could do everything on my own. Yeah. But when he's there, Chris, can you get that please? Yeah. Oh, can you, can you help me with this? Yeah. Can you just watch him for one second? Yeah. And it was that when I realized that was on me, right? Like, you have to understand that he's working, mm-hmm. you know, he's providing for the family, but yet I'm interrupting him, right? Yeah. I'm interrupting his workflow and it wasn't fair to him. Right. Mm-hmm. So I realized that and we had the conversation we communicated and 
you know, now obviously I respect him and his time, like his work time is his work time. Even those little things, I make sure I go up and get it Mm -hmm. myself. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like when it's like, it's so easy just to ask someone to do something mm-hmm. when they're there, when you see them. Yeah. Um, but we have to be mindful of their time. Yeah. And, you know, that's their work time. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like because Henderson works from home and it's yeah. like, you know, you have a newborn daughter, like you don't want to spend time with us. Like, and it's, yeah. I don't think that's what he means by it. Right. I think it's hard because he has a flow, especially when you're doing music. I'm pretty sure he has a flow and if he gets interrupted, that's going to stop stop his i guess the way he's yeah. thinking yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. but i mean like i would say i'm pretty more flexible like with the music thing just because it's just like i can't do it continuously for eight nine yeah. hours a day kind of thing so i do need breaks in between but like i don't think that tan takes advantage of uh me working from home i don't think she thinks of that at all and um to me before Clara, I was really used to, you know, just um, working in, during the day and not having to work at night, right? Mm-hmm. So now with Clara, it's just, I guess I'm slowly transitioning back to, you know, like being more mm-hmm. flexible and working at these random hours throughout the day. So I think just what I what we learned, and so Clara's nine months now, and it's kind of taking us nine months to kind of figure out our flow and figure out what works for us and for me what i realized is that it takes him a little bit longer to transition than then i shouldn't have expected him to change that quickly Mm -hmm. like overnight but um yeah i don't know i i kind of i guess i just did because i had to change overnight like everything for me changed as soon as claire Kate, like my whole life changed but for him, it's like he's asking for, you know, the whole, all the time in the world to get this done. <laughs> hey, so, well, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's about being like selfless, right? Like mm-hmm. we had to give up our yeah. life, right? Um, yeah. As mothers. And it does take a little bit longer for fathers to come around yeah. because <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have that bond that no. we had, right? Yeah. For nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, mother's intuition but Mm -hmm. you know personal time you could elaborate on that yeah um i think for me you know i went from having all the personal time in the world to having no personal time Mm -hmm. and i think part of you know not sleeping properly and not having my personal space yeah kind of made me kind of less patient with certain Mm -hmm. things and and you know we got into fights little fights here Mm -hmm. and there and you know I'm, i'm used to having personal space like Mm -hmm. whether it be you know on youtube or watching my shows or movies and stuff like that photography photography and you know you might understand this but being a creative you you do need lots of time Mm -hmm. right and i didn't have any time to be creative Mm -hmm. right and that was my part-time thing but then i had my nine to five so there was no time for my extra curricular activities right so Mm -hmm. it was hard for me at first and you know i think you know, that was, it took me some time to get used to. Yeah. 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 I think adjusting for fathers may take a, a lot longer than, I guess, for mothers. Because I, I do understand you guys have to change basically overnight. Because the baby, well, I guess a baby <laughs> in the first couple months, are they depend on you guys for milk and everything. I think it's hard uh, when it comes to these things because... You know what? We're new parents. We're yeah. still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Right? We're not gonna be 
perfect, mm-hmm. right? And as fathers, even for myself, I think guys are very much different from how girls think, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, it's up to you guys to kind of show us and teach us and, and kind of guide us in a way, right? Because, you know, the first three months, us as fathers, we're pretty useless. Yeah, yeah I would we're say. We're very yeah. useless. Yeah. Well, I think Chris did a great job for yeah. me. Like, I have to give him credit. He felt like, can I do more? What more oh, can I good. do for you, right? Um, so, and I was fine with it. Like, he was going back to work. So, he took two weeks off. Um, but the first week, we were still in the hospital. So, mm-hmm. we really had a week okay. at home. And... Uh, yeah, so he actually did the night shift, but as soon as we had the discussion before, when he goes back to work, I will be doing the night shift so okay. he could uh, make sure that he has a full night's rest so he could function. Yeah. You know, I need him to function because yeah, yeah. he's the provider. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it worked for us, I think. And like any time I needed something, he'll ask. And I think it's just asking Mm -hmm. do you need anything? Mm -hmm. What can I get you? Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah. Like that recognition that like. Mm I feel like, yeah, I feel like I did, what more can I do for you, right? Mm -hmm. So he was actually very helpful, like Mm -hmm. the dishes, laundry. Mm -hmm. He does that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's everyday things. (laughs) Trade-off, right? Trade-off. Baby cooking. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So going back to that episode, you were saying that you had no love, no energy. You cannot share that. How do you feel now? Uh, Nine months then. I feel better because that was like the start of um, her being sleep trained. And then that was when we realized that we had some time. And then also, I think there was just a communication, like some sort of breakdown in the communication between Henderson and I. And I don't know if like other couples go through this, like when they become new parents. Obviously, it just seems like you guys did, like you guys seem to communicate really well with each other. But for us, like we just had, now that I'm thinking about it, just some sort of breakdown in the community, in like the communication there. And when we started doing the podcast, actually, we started talking more. And then after we started talking and after we started just talking openly about some of these topics or some of these things that I feel like I've kind of held inside, I don't know for Henderson, but like after we started talking about these things, um, I just, I feel like. Yeah, we I feel like communicate we're like, yeah. more, I feel like, more like we're we have on the same page. Yeah, and, like yeah. we're on the same page. And I think that that's a that's um that has a lot to do with how your relationship dynamic is. Like when you're on the same page, like when you have expectations that are met and when you're not disappointed, when like all of these things mm-hmm. are met, then like you just are happy and yeah. you're not, you know, yeah. there's no void or there's no, nothing that's there's no gap that's yeah. not being yeah, right. met. So, <laughs> yeah. Like we were saying like we always communicate like we we remind ourselves that Mm -hmm. hey we we need to check ourselves Mm -hmm. and we need to set expectations Mm. you know and make sure that we're both on the same page for certain things right we should do that how do you guys do that like you guys talk or all the time yeah really just having an open line of communication right if something's bothering you or if you want to address something you voice it Right? Yeah, then, right away too. Okay. So then, it's not like it's bottled up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that could get into an intense yes. conversation, yeah. which we try to avoid. Mm. Yeah, we get you. You know, you hear bickers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little things, and 
I would check myself. Is this worth it? Yeah. Does this mm-hmm. make sense yes. to bring it up? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, can I just, is it my ego? Can I just let it slide? Mm-hmm. Because it's really something so petty, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah and I it's just. Most cases it is small and yeah. petty. And, and once you have that communication, you know, going forward, you're going to set, you know, certain expectations. Mm-hmm. So that way you guys don't get upset mm-hmm. or mad at each other. Right. Yeah. So. It's really kind of addressing it and setting expectations. Yeah. yeah. See, my, like, before, it was like, I expected him to do the dishes. Like, my expectation is, I cook, you do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, just like, you know what? Why can't I do the dishes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because I cook, why can't I help him out? Mm-hmm. You know? Especially yeah. when I was off on that leave. Mm-hmm. Now we're both uh, working full time, right? And we just okay, do you need help here? I could help you here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could go shower. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just, like, uh, work off each other mm-hmm. yeah right and just like i said communicate right yeah yeah um, and it's not like he disappears he'll be like hey i'm gonna take a quick shower right now yeah. mm-hmm. can you just watch him mm-hmm. right it's as simple as that mm-hmm. okay um i'm actually washing my hair today so mm-hmm. it's gonna take extra mm-hmm. long yeah and, you know those little things you don't think it's important but yeah. it really is it mm-hmm. is yeah and um and even like i said his sleep is I, I want him to get good night's rest. Mm-hmm. So we try every night at 10 p.m. That's his time. So anything after 10, that's like I try not to bother him. And mm-hmm. in the mornings too. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever he's ready to come down, he comes down. Mm-hmm. And that's how we greet him in the morning. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like literally having that conversation. Yeah. Or, you know, even say we're both working now um, and he's running late for work. It's kind of just letting me know, hey... I'm running half an hour late. Mm. So it's not like I'm waiting for him or, you know, it's just more about communication and just being transparent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was Uh, there anything else? I I think we kind of strayed away from episode two. Yeah. In a way, because I feel like you've addressed a few things, like, you know, realization. Um, Let me kind of just go back uh, with, you know, what struck a chord, right? About... The percentages, you know, when you look oh. back and say like, you don't have love, all your love is for Clara, and you said not all of it, ninety nine percent of it, one percent for Gemma. Ouch. You, yes. Um, I think what I really meant was, um, energy and time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you really look into it or yeah. listen to it, I think that's really what she really meant. Yeah, because, because I just like. Her time is technically occupied with Claire. That's yeah. why. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't want to cut it now, but we are over the podcast. <laughs> we're, we're probably going to have to cut Way it. Yeah. But, uh, but I do have one thing that really, the one that really triggered me, though. Sure. Okay. Yeah, go for it. When you, when you gave him a scale of 1 to 10. I don't remember yeah. what I said. You, you have to remind four, me. Five, you gave him a oh. 4, 5. For what? Or, uh, what is the scale for? Uh, I don't father, even remember. Like, what um, would you rate a, Henderson as a, as a father? father on a Why don't you rate yourself? Because right as soon as you guys did that rating, I looked at ten. I uh, looked at, I looked at Chris and I gave him a ten. Yeah, like, exactly. No, 10, I, yeah, right? yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I guess sometimes her expectations are high that so that when I don't meet those expectations, I kind of just think that okay, I'm not doing my job. I don't know. I, I guess these are his true feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's why. I don't. Know. I don't know. And I think sometimes maybe you don't tell her how you feel because you are a little bit more on the reserve side. So how, 
Well, I, I know for sure I'm not a very outspoken person, so I and I, I'm not really good at talking about my feelings. Mm-hmm. So I never tell her how I actually feel about things. Well, maybe it's something that you could work on, right? So you're actually acknowledging that you don't share your feelings, and maybe that's something that you need to learn to do. Yeah, I think we're working. There's like a that's one of the things that we're working on. And also with the podcast as well, like we've gotten a lot of feedback and I think mm-hmm. that Henderson, well, one of Henderson's New Year's resolution, it's it's cool because he sets New Year's resolutions every year. And one of his for this year was to, to be more confident, to speak more, to speak more confidently and yeah. like to be able to express how he feels and yeah. what his opinions and all of that and stuff. And I think doing and, these podcasts have helped a lot just because I remember... We, we, we recorded a bunch of podcasts in the beginning and I like was always uh I don't know what to say and just like I was always put on the spot but the more that I'm speaking with Tan about like these conversations the more I'm comfortable and just like opening conversations with her about these these things yeah. that we talk about so and- I mean I think it's it's still I'm still learning every day just um, how to communicate better in these conversations. Yeah. Um, and I, sorry, I just wanted to say, and I think that like a lot of our friends and family, because he's, um, he does like the YouTube videos and he's performed in front of like thousands and thousands of people. Everyone mm-hmm. just automatically assumes that he communicate, like he's comfortable talking and communicates well and like is comfortable in front of the camera and all of this stuff. But I think oh, a lot of what, what yeah. a lot of people don't realize is that there's a lot of um, behind the scenes stuff that goes on when you record a video. And even, um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but like he started doing tutorial videos mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he's talking. And even that, it's like so much editing, mm-hmm. not to kind of like let any secrets out, but it's a lot of editing behind the scenes. And yeah. to be able to make you sound a certain way, like mm-hmm. you can... In, that's I mean that's the point of production like you can right. edit this you can edit that and you can literally manipulate anything to make it look or sound a certain way mm-hmm. but um in reality like in real life he's not actually like that like he's mm-hmm. not this person that everyone sees in the videos and in front of the camera and so yeah like one of his goals was to be more confident and like to talk more which is uh, when people when he tells people he everyone finds it funny because yeah. of that but so what would you would you re-rate him <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he's a good father he is like he's all, what all i really need is for him to care about the family and he really does and in a way that in a way that it's, it's just different than the way that I care about our family and the way that he cares about our family is to provide and he's mm-hmm. really good at that and he like oh like he wants to always make sure that we're never going to be in trouble financially like and that's a that's a huge thing like that's a huge thing to have on his shoulder he him doing that a hundred percent and just like always caring about that and making sure that he's no, never going to drop the ball like he literally mm-hmm. thinks like 10 steps ahead like we're always I never have to worry about that. And so, like, I get that that's the way that he cares and shows us love. So, I guess 10. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, guys, uh, I really want to thank you guys for joining us on this uh, episode. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. (laughs) Thank Uh, you for having us. I I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys did as well. For sure. Um, Yeah, so... 
hope you guys enjoyed our episode tonight, and uh, we will see you guys uh, next time. Yeah. Peace. Thanks. Peace. <laughs>